Something else that happens a lot of times is when folks come in here, they're trying to get a better night's sleep or they're dealing with stress. So that's what brought them into my door. But within a few minutes of talking to them, all of a sudden they're telling me, well, I have high blood pressure or I'm on all these different medications because I have this other, this other ailment that maybe it's not attached to the endocrine system, but the medication or the narcotic they're on, the side effects from that is what's causing them not to sleep or the issues that it's causing, the CBD can help. Do you want to wake up feeling like you're stepping into who you're meant to be, into the best possible version of you? What if I told you that the key to your best life, health, and happiness are all around you? You just have to find what works for you. I'm Hope Pedraza, and I believe that there isn't just one way to live a healthy and meaningful life, and that all you need is a little inspiration to make changes that last from the inside out. Each week, I'll be sharing tangible tips and inspirational interviews to help you on your journey. These are the steps to take to improve your life and live with purpose. This is Hopeful and Wholesome. Hey y'all, welcome to Hopeful and Wholesome. I have on today Victoria Barksdale. Victoria and her family are the owners of Texas Tonics, which is a CBD company located here in South Texas. She has a fantastic story about how they got into the CBD business, which I will let her share here in her interview. But she is so knowledgeable about all things CBD. She's made it her life's mission to not sell CBD, but to actually inform and educate people on it the benefits of it, and how it can be a total life changer for people. I learned so much here, y'all. She knows so much. Y'all get ready to learn and be completely informed about CBD, and then go check out their website, Texas Tonics, and see what all they have to offer. Y'all enjoy. All right. Okay, y'all. So let's get going. I'm excited to bring on Victoria today, and the reason I'm excited is me and Victoria are going to talk about CBD. So you've probably heard it before. It's kind of a hot topic right now. So before we start, Victoria, can you just kind of tell us what CBD is and then kind of what it's being used for today? Hi. So uh, CBD stands for cannabidiol, which is one of the many terpenes out of the cannabis plant. And so there's a whole variety of reasons people are taking CBD and they're seeing results and benefits from it. So anything from different ailments to overall health, to boosting their immune system right now um, with everything going on. I'm seeing increasingly more folks coming in just for their immune system over helping treat certain ailments, Interesting. which it can do and does do both. Yeah. Okay. So is that the most common reason people come to you? Like it just in general, is it for immune or is it? No. no? Usually, well, <laughs> right now with right everything now. going on, with the coronavirus, mm-hmm. yes, we're seeing an uptake, increase in folks coming in for their immune system. But primarily, it's either pain or different anxieties, depression. I see quite a few folks, increasingly so with either cancer or seizures, epilepsy, old injuries, kind of the top. And it also depends on age. There's a huge age gap. So my younger generation, they know exactly what they want. We really don't get into the health side as much because they're aware of it. Whereas my older generation, generations, there's a lot more education that goes into it. And then I have others that have heard about it for the first time and are just generally curious. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So, so with your younger generation, so they're coming in for, so I guess maybe Let's look into that. Let's talk about that. So with your younger generations, they're coming in for like anxiety 
and that kind of thing. Is that right? It usually, yes. A lot of times it has to do with some type of mood, mood issue, whether it be depression, high anxiety. And so those are primary or a old um, injury, sports injury. I see quite a few of those. Like for um, pain, you mean? Like they're coming in? Yes, pain. Pain. Okay. Yes. Okay. Yeah. Pain. And so, and within the younger generations too, I see kind of a, a break off there. So it's pain, they're hurting, you know, or they're looking for someone else. I have a lot of young folks that, yeah, they've used CBD, maybe they've smoked it recreationally in the past, but now they're looking for, for a family member or of a different generation that they, that generation, the grandparent, the parent would not be caught dead in a buying CBD, but they really need it. They need um, it, yeah. And it can really help them to the alternatives out there that potentially are hard narcotic. Or they're trying to get off of those narcotics, too. Right. Um, I right. see quite a few people. So I have a huge mix of folks that are coming in here for a variety of reasons. So to pinpoint and say, well, it's, you know, this is the type of person I see. It's not that. Yeah. So you have this, like, age this gap, right? So mm -hmm. I guess the, you said the younger people are kind of buying for like maybe their, you know, parents or grandparents. So mm -hmm. I guess what is kind of the stigma? Like what are the misconceptions about CBD? So there's several different stigmas. The biggest one I face on a daily basis, and I have a lot of people kind of, I guess, scout to when I say I have a younger generation, they first come in, can they bring their elderly grandparent or their parent into my store? What does it look like? Is it, you know, a place that they would feel comfortable in? My storefront looks like a pharmacy. I've been told it looks like a candle shop of a variety. And the reason I've done that is because I want you to feel comfortable. Sure. It's nothing to be scared of. It's nothing seedy um, by any means. And they very quickly, oh, I need to bring my parent or someone back. Or they're looking for themselves. They find out, you know, if, if they were introduced to it in a recreational setting. And what I mean by that is they were using high T8, Delta 9 THC, what is commonly known as marijuana or pot. You know, it might have relaxed them. They had an enjoyable time. But it was something that they didn't think about it being a long-term beneficial product. Right. So there's education within that even, too, in that setting. But usually it has to do with, okay, now they're looking at it for health. They don't want that euphoric, that high that is associated usually with cannabis. Cannabis has a wide variety of beneficial uses aside from what we stereotypically think of it, which is that high. And so when the parents or the grandparents come in with that young adult or adult, it's talking about, okay, you can take these products and you don't have to worry about passing a drug test if that's an issue, or they are adamantly opposed against THC. And so anything that is even associated with it, they're skeptical. Right. And so we can show them those guarantees. And one of the main ones, whether you use a Texas Tonics product or you use another CBD product, making sure that you are actually purchasing CBD not hemp oil or hemp seed oil or product that the labeling, if the labeling confuses you on the website, don't purchase it. Mm -hmm. Because even as a owner of a CBD business and I looking for products or thinking about it, 
if I can't understand the labeling on it, then I'm not interested in it. Yeah. Because if with my knowledge level, I should be able to look at it and gauge very quickly, okay, what is this product? And if I don't know, it certainly is not going to come into my store. And it's a concerning red flags when I have potential customers coming in saying, hey, I bought this. You know, is what is this? Mm-hmm. I have. I have in the past I've to say, I have no clue what you have there, yeah. but I'm pretty confident it doesn't have C B D in it. Yeah. The other reason you need to be able to understand the labeling or the product you're purchasing is on one end you could not have C B D at all. On the other end, depending on what state you're in, it could be illegal. You could have a high Delta Nine THC product and believe it or not. I unknowingly was trying some products thinking I was going to bring it in and it was it was an edible it was a gummy I had one I weigh roughly 150 pounds mm-hmm. the gummy was excellent mm-hmm. about 45 minutes later I had three other meetings that afternoon I had to cancel oh. them it knocked me completely That's out crazy so and it was supposed to be just CBD Mm-hmm. Oh and it God. was not it was not CBD <laughs> come to find out that manufacturer um, sells products in states that it's legal to sell high Delta 9 THC products yeah. I got one of those those gummies wow. in the state of Texas crazy so be very very careful and I don't mean that to scare folks but it right now that's another, it's interesting. I have half of my folks that buy from me that can't stand the FDA. The other side, you know, they really, they understand the FDA hasn't come in, but they would like to see the yeah. FDA come yeah. in. Yeah, it make them um, feel better. It would make them yeah. feel better. It would make me feel better. Sure. Because, you know, depending on what your viewpoints are on the FDA, they do help cut down on some of the things that, should not be floating around. And right now, there is a lot of scary products out there. So making sure my biggest thing that I want anyone that's listening to this takeaway from is make sure you know where that product is coming from and that it is a safe product. Anytime I have customers come in here and they tell me CBD made them sick or they tried something and had a bad experience, immediately I know several different things went wrong. Anywhere from the carrier that was being used was a bad carrier. The folks that were making the product didn't know what they were doing. If I mean, it can be a whole array of issues because CBD on its own should not make you sick. It Our bodies naturally know what to do with the product, naturally will absorb it, use it the way it was intended to use. Anytime someone is getting sick, I know that it was a human error. It wasn't the plant yeah and so yeah those those are kind of I can get long-winded and all yeah no it's good this is all great I want to go back because you said that some people come in and they like have tried hemp oil so what is the difference there between hemp oil and CBD so hemp oil originally right now the industry as a whole in a lot of ways we're playing a name game and what that means is and and even if you come in and some of my older labeling is labeled hemp extract mm-hmm. or hemp oil. I never. I don't think any of our labeling ever said hemp oil, but hemp seed oil has little to no CBD in it. And why that is, is CBD comes from the flower. Okay. Hemp seed oil comes from the actual seed. The seed has 
little, if any, CBD actually in it, including all the other terpenes. And so it's within the plant, the cannabis plant, but it's the wrong part of the plant, basically. And so, yeah, you don't have to worry about passing a drug test or really getting any of the benefits that you're wanting if you are looking for a CBD product. And the reason there's a lot of confusion also going on right now is because originally we did, we had to call it hemp. Right. Hemp is associated with and is the term applied to the male plant instead of the female plant. It is the industrial plant. So anytime you're looking at hemp products, you're thinking rope, you're talking about clothing, manufacturing, textiles. We originally had to call it that before the laws changed because there was a disassociation, trying to disassociate from marijuana or the pot weed. That was the intention behind it, but it's caused a great confusion now because really what we're looking at is cannabis as a whole. And whether you're getting the Delta 9 high cannabis or you're getting the high CBD cannabis, it's cannabis. And it's all from the female plant, not the male plant that is hemp. And so now we're able to say like on my labeling, my new labeling, you will see it will say cannabis extract. Now some of that old labeling and you could be looking at a product that is good. They just haven't gotten around to changing it quite yet. And they're still calling it hemp because there's that stigma. Right. And it makes it, it makes it difficult. Yeah. But the difference between your Delta 9 THC flower and your high CBD flower is really, they're both cannabis. The best way I've been able to describe it is you're looking at two different colored apples, a red apple and a green apple. Green apple has high CBD. A red apple has high Delta 9 THC. But at the end of the day, they're both apples. So both cannabis. Yeah. So what are the benefits? So people are, that are looking for just CBD and not, you know, the low THC or whatever, what are the benefits that they're getting? I mean, I know there's a ton, but just yes. kind of, I guess, list those. What do you think are the best ones? So I'm going to answer your question kind of a roundabout way because you need to understand that like within my business, we carry three different types of CBD products. We carry full spectrum, broad spectrum, and isolate. And what that means is the full spectrum, that's a whole cannabis plant. We haven't taken anything away. These plants are low in THC. They've been grown that way. That's what I was about um, to Is that how you get the low as you grow them that yes. way? Okay. You grow them through okay. plant husbandry and breeding. They have been able to breed out that high THC. And so when it goes through all the processing and they're extracting it, they don't have to worry about it. So you have have that, that's full spectrum. Then you have a broad spectrum, which what that means is is they have taken out the Delta 9 THC, but they have left all of the other THCs. See, what people don't realize is just because it doesn't have Delta 9 THC doesn't mean that's the only THC. There's a bunch of others. There's Delta 8 THC, there's THCA, and the list goes on. There's also a bunch of different CBDs as well. You have CBD, I want to say A, you have CBG is coming on. They think that CBG, of course, we're, a lot of this, we're waiting on research, but you have CBN is another one. And so anyway, 
all of that has been left intact. The only thing they've taken out is the Delta 9. And the reason they have is, of course, so you can pass a drug test if need be. You don't have to worry about euphoria. Granted, all of my products in here, the chances of you becoming euphoric, even if you were to say drink, drink a whole bottle of the full spectrum, or now I do carry the flower. If you smoked a whole lot of it, it's going to give you probably that head buzz to an extent, but not like what folks are wanting if they're wanting to get a head high. Right. So if you take out that Delta 9 THC, you still get all of the other aspects, but you don't have to worry about the things associated with the THC. And then for my purists that are determined they do not want any type of, they just simply want the CBD, we carry the isolate. And that is where they have stripped everything else away from the cannabis plant and have got it down. It, it's, a, it's crystallized at this point. And then they rehydrate it, in our case, with MCT oil to bring it back up to yeah. a liquid. So is there a difference then with the, or I guess what would be the difference between the ones that you were talking about first, the broad and the full spectrum that have a little bit of THC and the mm -hmm. ones that have none? Like what would be the difference? Like, so, for, like a person, like the benefits? For, yes, yeah, yeah. So with the person, to get the benefits of the CBD, to get that relax, relaxation, that pain relief, the different ailments that it can treat, you have to take a much higher dosage to get the same benefits. Whereas if you take a broad or full spectrum, for instance, for me, I take a broad spectrum, mainly because occasionally I'll go get drug tested just to make sure, you know, I can prove even to myself, even sure. though I have third party testing on everything, I know what is in that. It just gives people a sound of mind. Yeah. And so anyway, the full spectrum or the broad spectrum that I take is guarantee we guarantee that and the isolate that you will pass a drug test mm -hmm. or that you don't have to worry about the, the THC. Mm -hmm. Whereas like the full spectrum, you're getting the benefits and of the entire cannabis plant. Mm -hmm. And there are, you know, everyone kind of fixates on the THC as far as the high or it's going to test. Right. And there are other plants for starters. There's other plants that have THC in them at low, low levels. Broccoli, chocolate being two of the most prominent. No way. Uh huh. Again, very low sure. levels, but it but cannabinoids are in them. Yeah. And so, simply, and you can have THC in your system up until that 0.3 percent. That's where it starts testing. That's where the government came in and said, okay, this is this is where it's going to test if you're over it. And I do. I have some products in here that are 0.29 percent. I mean, yeah. we're right. right under it. Yeah. But we stay within that. Yeah. And I will tell you, the full spectrum do seem to work, especially like the edibles and some of the other products I have seen that has THC. They do seem to work a little quicker. And the only thing, I, and this is, I'm not a scientist. I'm not a, a health, medical healthcare professional. But my theory behind it is that it is because it has that psychoactive effect. Just from what I have seen, Granted, the broad spectrum, you get numerous benefits and with the different, different ways they can process it. So like some of my products are nanotechnology, which what that means is they have been able to break the particle size of the CBD so it's even quicker to action basically 
then if it takes a more natural, you know, you've just done it, I guess, more of the old-fashioned way and turned it into an oil. So very quickly, the reaction time, and we're seeing more and more as this becomes more accepted. I'm excited to see where it goes and how it is used. Yeah. So then would you say like the type of CBD that you have that has like a little bit of THC in it versus like the more, I think you said the isolate kind that doesn't have any, would you say the one with it works better or is it just that it's different? Not necessarily better, but like, how would you compare those? I would, I would say it works better. Better? It would. would. And, but again, we're coming out of a very interesting time where, and it's a new industry in so many ways that it's, it's legal now. And so because it's legal, you know, I was at a growing seminar talking about growing it. Well, the documents and data we have even on growing it is dated back to 1920, the 20s before wow. it was. So, you know, we've had kind of a, uh, within farming and agriculture as a whole, we've had a revolution in a lot of ways. So the practices that were prominent then aren't what we do today. And so we're really having to learn basically this this new plant, so to speak, in some ways. Now, has it been grown and people know what they're doing in other parts of the world? Absolutely. We are really behind the curve and we're having to play catch up in so many different aspects. And so, but to answer your question, the isolate, you have to take so much more of it compared to taking the full or even the broad spectrum that, again, my theory and just from what I have seen, in a couple years, it's going to be something of the past. No one is going to take isolate. Right. But with the fear, the misconceptions, and with it becoming such a new online type product, um, I understand why people are taking yeah. isolate, yeah. and that's where they're starting. Right, yeah. Because I think my experience, with, so I have, I have one, a friend of mine gave me like one of those like roll-on sticks with CBD, mm-hmm. which actually yes. was really good. A while back, like when there was this first kind of coming out, mm-hmm. I'm a terrible sleeper. Like I sleep terrible. And so my husband was like, Oh, you know, this is supposed to help. And so I got it. And I'm, I can, now that you're saying this, it's like clicking, like it had to have been the ice. Like, cause I promise you it did not work at all. I'm like, this is not working. I'm not sleeping any better. And I was so frustrated. Like we spent, I mean, at the time it was pretty expensive. And I was like, I don't feel anything. (laughs) Like, so I am like completely fascinated now that all the, Mm -hmm. the different kinds like this, I think that's what was missing. Yeah. Well, and the other thing is too, with the isolate you do, and the few research studies that are out there that are, have been done here in the United States, especially, you hear these enormous, these, you know, for these ailments, these milligrams and dosages that are really, really high, much higher than what you're going to want to take on a daily basis. And the reason why is it's all isolate. Gotcha. And so because of that, it has to be much higher to get the same benefit. So the roll on you were putting on, you needed to do it many times to get the relief. Right. Whereas like my, what we have, we have what's called triple relief. Mm -hmm. It's a full spectrum. And when you open it, and, and this is something too, if folks are looking at different CBD products, when you get it, open it. If you can't smell at all, even the slightest hint, and it's not an isolate, on there, if it's an isolate, you won't be able to smell it. But if it is a full or broad spectrum, you should be able to smell that cannabis, oh, even really? if it's subtle. Yes, no even way. if it's subtle. Mm-hmm. So that's just—I mean, it can—it can smell really good, sure. but 
that have that so like grassy smell to it. Yes. Yeah. Now, if you've never smelled or smelled cannabis or marijuana yeah. or in general, it may be a little more difficult, but I have found the products, even ours, I've got one that has mentholate in it. It's very subtle, but yeah. it's there. You can tell. Now I have a, another one that it takes about 30 seconds and the smell dissipates. It's the full um, and it's even green. Yeah. But some of these products I've seen out here that I don't know what, what they purchased. It supposedly was a cannabis product. Right. Smells a whole lot like either mentholate or shea butter or butter something. Yeah. other things, but not what's supposed to be right. in it. Right. Granted, that means you have to see the product before. But I guess that's one of the biggest things that I, I feel like we fa I face right now is I'm seeing products that I have no clue what they are. Right. The other thing we face a lot of is people saying, oh, that stuff doesn't work for me. Right. So the first thing that always comes to my mind is, yes, cannabis will work for you because you have an endocrine system. You just haven't gotten the right dosage. Right. If you right. do not have the right dosage, you aren't going to feel the effects of it. Yeah. Or did you really get cannabis at all? Right. And so on a daily, a pretty daily or constant, those are the two questions I'm answering the most. Because I know if I find the right dosage, and again, it's because of the lack of research, I right. can't say, okay, you weigh this much, this is your issue, you know, you've got cancer, well, you need to take this many milligrams and it's going to work like a dream. In four to five days, you're going to feel like this. Yeah. can't say that. What I can tell you is what I have seen what others have told me by word of mouth that I can gauge within about roughly, this is about how much you need to start off. You may need to increase it or you may need to decrease it. The other big factor in all of this is where's your endocrine system at? So it's all done on homeostasis and a balance. So if you're under a lot of stress or you're sick, you're going to need more than if you're just on an average day, the sun is out, you know, it's your day off. You aren't going to need as much. But if your system is under duress, you're going to need to increase it because that's what your system needs. Yeah, that makes sense. So at different stages in life and different times of life, you're going to need more or you could back down. So when folks come in and they get a tincture, which is pretty, that's the standard, that's what's more traditional. What that is, is a tincture is the glass jar and it's got the dropper and you put it under your tongue and hold it there for 30 seconds in a minute. I tell folks, okay, we figure out, you know, what are they trying to treat? Once we figure out what they're trying to treat, and I ask about how much they weigh, um, depending on how much you weigh, you need to take a certain, we know roughly you need to take this much. Then depending on that issue, I will say, okay, well, I would recommend the 1,000 milligram tincture. Start out taking a full dropper a day. After about four to five days, it's hit blood level at that point. How are you feeling on it? Do you feel like if you're getting absolutely no relief, I'm going to tell you, then you need to completely double it yeah. where you're taking two full droppers a day. Or if they're saying, well, I'm getting you know some relief from it. Maybe it's just increasing it about half a dropper. Go for another week. You know, if they are under stress or they are sick, I'm going to immediately tell them to increase. But otherwise, that's about how much they need. When they find that homeostasis and they're getting the relief they need, and then I tell them, okay, that's where you need to stay. But if anything changes in your life, you need to either 
increase that amount or maybe they are under a lot of stress right now in a few weeks from now you know things have changed in their life they could decrease and so with those kind of parameters I have found people get the most relief and I see them once a month because most of our products are all on 30 days okay which helps so you know in about 30 days you're going to need to restock basically whether it's under the tongue or a different method so the let's talk about your products since you're talking about the tincture so what else do you have that people come in for as far as products products so the tinctures are the most traditional um then that, i have you recommend people when they first come in is to try that first no no, no i don't i recommend i want to know how you want to take it yeah. so i'm a big component of what's going to be most comfortable right so i've got the tinctures I've got water soluble, which I really like. I think it's an awesome product where you just simply drop it into your favorite beverage. But I have people that put it in water. I have people that put it in, you know, sports drinks or energy, you know, I haven't had energy drinks, but like their morning routine or their yeah. like shakes, yeah, those yeah, type yeah, of things. Yeah. The, the healthy, you know, mm -hmm. fit active, you, you put it in there. I have people that like myself, I'll put it in coffee. I even have some that will in the evening one of our nutraceutical companies that does our bottling, she actually put hers in a glass of wine. And she used to need two glasses of wine in the evening to relax. Now she only needs one. So wine, I've got another gentleman that uses the caramel flavor and for whatever he puts in his whiskey. So um, <laughs> that option is really good. If you have a set routine or regimen, right. you're going to drink something with certain drinks. It comes in three different flavors, and then I've got it in uh, where you can't taste it at all. Okay. But it is, if you put it in water, which I think they did this on, on purpose, it's light color of purple. Okay. Um, <laughs> yes, I, I was thinking about that purple color, yeah. <laughs> um, but it, it's flavorless. Unless yeah, okay. it's in water. And then, granted, I've had so, much, so many different CBD products these, these days that I can very easily, I can still pick out you can pick it up yeah but that subtle taste of yeah cannabis. yeah and then I've got it I've got it in honey some folks like it and like when you're sick or have a sore throat yeah. putting it mixing in your favorite tea or an old remedy my family uses is orange hot orange juice and honey mm -hmm. I mix it in there but then we also have it I'm trying to uh, in capsule form so if someone wants to swallow just a capsule that's a great way to take it as well and then we also have it in its most natural form where people can inhale it. So it's okay. it as well. And then I even have an inhaler with it. So people that they need it. So when you inhale CBD, it takes 90 seconds and that product goes to work. And the reason why it does that is it keeps up to 50% of its basically shape or form. Whereas taking it under the tongue, even where it's going into your bloodstream, some of it is going to be sifted out through your body's just system. Or if you do it by stomach and you swallow a pill, you take a gummy, one of these other forms, it's got to go through the liver so that the start time is longer. Now, the downside to smoking it is you have two to four hours. That's how much relief you're going to get. And then you have to reapply. And so there's gives and takes with each method. 
but I would definitely recommend definitely either swallowing a pill, the water soluble, the oil based, yeah. because it stays in your system. Yeah, longer. that's what I was about to ask. So how long would that last? Then? Like, do the effects last on those? So, and I can't think the doctor's name. He's out of New York. That I have read his book, really appreciate, and I think it's on here. But some of his, and, and these are rough estimates. There is still lots to be done as far as research, study, yeah. trials. Yeah. But from his lecture and what he has seen, and I will find his name and get it to you. Yeah. He roughly says, so one other thing you need to be aware of before you start talking about how long it lasts, how long it takes to start is it has to reach blood level. So what that means is you need to have so much in your system, in your blood, for you to feel the effects. So the rule of thumb is three to four days. Now, water-soluble nanotechnology, you can cut that in half because of the particle size. So you're looking at one to two days start time. Now, once it's in your system, it does not take near as much to get the same effects or to stay at that homeostasis level when you find that level. So you're saying, hold on, just mm -hmm. make sure I'm understanding right. So yes. you'd have to take it for a couple days before you can tell that you've taken it. That's what you're saying? Yes, ma'am. Exactly. Now, once you have been on it, then it becomes you feel it, gotcha. if that makes sense. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So once you've hit that homeostasis, it's in your system, you can feel the effects of it. If you take just the, under the tongue of tincture, it takes about an hour to hit activation, and then it's in your system four to six hours okay. long, you're going to feel it. The, of course, the inhaling it, it takes 90 seconds to maintain your system, two to three hours. Your capsules, anything you're swallowing, it takes about 90 minutes to activate. It's going to stay in your system four to 12 hours. And the reason it's kind of along that, those lines is also because the water solubles are in there as well and the nanotechnology and then your topicals, there has been little done in that area. I've got topicals. People will say immediately, I think it's in their head more than anything. But within five to 10 minutes, the longest being 30 minutes, they're going to start feeling something being absorbed through the skin. Two to four hours is kind of, again, the rule of thumb. Now, there's some of our topicals, like our relief. I've got one that's in 500 milligrams. You put it on once a day and it gives you that relief. It takes down that swelling wow. and those knuckles or joints that they don't, you don't need anymore. Yeah. And I have others that are like, man, I'm having to put it on several times a day. Yeah. Like I get the relief, but very quickly I'm having to take more. So we brought in a thousand milligrams up. And I've yet to see anyone complain or say, man, I'm having to put that on mm -hmm. because it's so much more. And the strength is great. And that's with the other products too. So once you find that strength that you need, you aren't going to have to keep, you know, putting it right. on. But it's frustrating because we're very, we're a culture that is accustomed to, you know, immediate effects mm -hmm. um, or knowing immediately, well, this is how much right. you need. Right. This is definitely, these products are not like Advil. Right. So you can't just pop two or three Advil and go. Now, once your system's on it, you're going to see the benefits. You're going to see those relief. You're going to see that maybe you don't need three Advil, you know, to make it yeah. through the day. It replaces those different substances a lot of times that 
folks want to get off of because yes. it's causing other issues. Right. So, you know, with the CBG that's coming online, they really, I've heard that they think that it's going to replace and help people get off of different opioid addictions. Wow, that's amazing. So um, I look forward to seeing that. Yeah. Is it just a different strain of... It's, so it's a different terpene. Okay, gotcha. And terpenes are just all of the different things basically that make up the cannabis plant. Okay, okay. So So. then speaking on that, so are there any like adverse side effects or just are side effects at all when taking CBD? So the only one I have heard of, and I really, I need to go double check this, is folks that are uh, allergic to ragweed. It's within, I don't think cannabis is, but I I need, don't quote me on that. I need to look that up and get back to you on that. Uh, But that's the only thing I have heard. Anytime anyone's ha- had an adverse effect of it, it's because of the carrier. Or if you are smoking it, it has not been cured properly. Okay. So something that is really scary, if you don't know what you're doing when you're smoking it, is does it have mold on it? Has it, did they use harsh chemicals on that plant? Because cannabis naturally, it pulls everything out of the soil. So if you plant that plant in the middle of something that has been heavily fertilized, it's going to pull all of those fertilizers up. So like our products, we say it's third-party tested. Well, that's testing really the THC level. But before it ever gets to that level where they're testing it, it's already been, the plant has been tested several other times looking for, okay, is the plant on its own safe to be using? And so... People have to be careful because, especially when you're trying to get high, and this is in the Delta 9 THC plants a lot, a high on something that has had harsh chemicals, from what I've been told, gives you, I mean, it gives you quite the headache and hangover. I mean, that makes Um, sense. I mean, you're inhaling junk. (laughs) Yes, exactly. And so, or you're inhaling mold. um, Right, yeah. Which is great. What, What you want. So when people are looking at that and like our flower, if you look at it in its natural form, it should sparkle the green. And if it sparkles, that's all of the terpenes. So what we want, what we're taking from it, and we're putting in capsule form or water soluble, all these ones is that, that I don't, it's like dew. I don't want to say it's a residue, but that sparkle. Um, So you really want it to sparkle. Now, if it doesn't sparkle and it looks kind of like a spider web, that's mold. And so if you're looking at these products and you see white stuff and you're like, oh, that must be, you know, that there's a, there's a difference. Yeah. Yeah. It can be um, misleading. The other issue is to, again, the drying process curing it properly. Yeah. And that can go over into the tinctures as well and other process if it hasn't been processed yeah. correctly. Yeah. And so, make you sick. Yeah. So. Yeah. So with your products or your, where you're getting, I guess where you're sourcing. So I guess let's look at that. Let's talk okay. a, bit, a bit about just about your company itself, yeah. Texas Tonic. Yes. So where do you get, where do you grow it? Where do you harvest it? Like how does all that work? So right now in the state of Texas, I am legal to sell these products, but I'm not legal to grow them. Okay. And Which, so, no sense, right? <laughs> you know, yeah, yeah. So we're hopeful that it will pass very shortly. They keep telling us that any day now, really, we're going to be able to start growing it here That's in the awesome. state. 
Right now, though, we are not able to. Mm -hmm. So we source primarily out of Colorado. Okay. And they do an excellent job. And so I have several different growers um, that I purchase my products from. And then I have one out of Florida. Now, not to bash my California friends that possibly (laughs) are listening, but the scarier products that I have seen have all come out of that region. Not to say that they don't know what they're doing out there, but I'm very wary of out of there. And we don't, we don't have any products that come out of California. Is it just Um, that laws are different or? You know, I I don't know. I I really don't know why um, because Colorado is as legal as California. And the quality of products is so different. Interesting. And so anyway, I, I do, and we put it on our labeling. Now, everything in my store comes from the United States. Right. That's a, another issue and a can of worms all into I'm itself as sure. what's coming out of other countries. Yes. And that can get very dangerous. Yeah. So when the laws pass, whatever. So your plan <laughs> is to eventually be able to grow it yourself and like yes. it yourself. Yeah. So when I can grow it, so my family has a ranch in West Texas. Uh-huh. We will start growing it and we will do all, it'll be in greenhouses. Okay. So all high CBD for medical, what they grade, yeah. they call medical grade yeah. CBD. Yeah. But we aren't allowed to yet. So until that passes, we will continue to purchase out of Colorado. The other thing I, I will say is I don't ever, I don't think I say I don't want to get into manufacturing. So what yeah. we'll do is we'll grow it here yeah. and then we will ship it either back up there and let yeah. them process it uh-huh. and make it because the, the type of equipment needed to do this properly is incredibly costly. I'm sure. Yeah. I and so it makes sense to let them do what they have learned up there and right. bring it back to me. So it's just going to, you know, go cross yeah. country and come yeah, back. That's fine. Uh, yeah. <laughs> but like I said, I, I have, I've met some incredible people up in Colorado that they know what they're doing yeah. and I trust them. Yeah. And, you know, that's the reason we got into this business. My family last year is about this time. Well, it's first of February some of these CBD products came into some of our pet stores. My family owns some pet stores in San Antonio and Austin, and it was for dogs and cats, CBD tinctures. Mm-hmm. Yes, yeah. And so, yeah, so animals have an endocrine system just like humans. And they just don't need near as much because their system's a lot more sensitive to it. But anyway, so these products came in, and my dad was making fun of it oh you know it's we're putting dope on the shelves and I'm like dad that's not what it is but you know it's very much the stigmas and you know this is something you leave kind of illegal and it started flying off the shelves and so we got to looking into it and my sister has something called charge syndrome okay and she has severe health issues and two of them that we're constantly fighting is a stomach issue constipation to the point that she's on some pretty hefty medication or was and would go days without using the restroom. And so um, I've seen her stomach very extended. Um, there's been x-rays and she's just impacted. And we've, we've lost chargers from this issue. So it's very 
very um, stressful and something we watch. That and pain. Mm -hmm. And she's in lots of pain. And so anyway, the guy that was selling was like, go home, try this on Lexi. And at the time, isolate was the only thing that was legal down here in the state of Texas. And so my dad was like, oh, okay, you know, we've been on so many things over the years. She's, she's 23. And so it took about a week and a half. And all of a sudden, she started using the restroom. Wow. And it wasn't anything abnormally large or out of the ordinary. Yeah. Yes. But she was going four times to five times a day. Wow. And this took place for about a week. Like, what happened? Yeah. And then and the it stopped. taking was yes. what was formulated for the animals. Yes. Yeah. yeah. It, had, it was actually for a horse. Okay. It had a horse on the label. Yeah. And so, you know, that with also she started becoming more alert. So she's nonverbal. And so we really have to watch her to yeah. see you know, how she's doing. But yeah. she was up, she was moving around, she was getting into things and just seemed happier yeah. and feeling good. Yeah. And so my dad watching all of this was like, he needed to try it now to see, <laughs> you know, what, how, yeah, what is happening. Yeah. And he played football for the University of Texas and Texas. Okay. And so... Because of that, he has severe arthritis sure. all throughout his body. Yeah. Got and a while. yes. And so he said, you know, mornings, it's been where he couldn't even touch his toes. He was in so much pain. Yeah. And so he started taking it. And it took, again, this was isolate. It took about a week before he started feeling better. And he made my very skeptic mother get on it as well. And when... She had run out of hers several weeks later. She got into his. And at that point, my father knew that this was something that if our, his entire family, yeah. including me, I had started taking it for stress and anxiety, that this was something we were going to invest in. But yeah. the problem was is the gentleman we were getting it from wasn't honest. And we couldn't tell where he was getting it from or, you know, how it was being handled. Yeah. And there's, I mean, there is, there's a lot of shady people yeah. right now in this yeah. industry yeah. on every level. It's not just the customer. Right. I see quite a few of them. And so my dad took a trip to Colorado to seek out who he thought was the best. If we were all going to be on it, it was going to be something my sister's taking. And he knew he, he did. He came in and said, these products will sell themselves. Yeah. You just have to market it. Yeah. And the same quality and things that I want my family taking is what we sell here that I know that it will give you relief. You don't need to worry about anything. We've done all of that work. Yeah. We keep as, all the certifications we can. And like, I mean, it's from dirt to the bottle. We are watching that product. Yeah, that's awesome. If people want to know more about this, I know people are. So where can they find you or find more about Texas Tonics and everything else? Because you sell online, yes. right? Yes, yes. We yeah. have an online store. So you can find us at www.texastonics.com. And it's tonics is T-O-N-I-X. Okay. People misspell it a lot of times. Right. right. <laughs> um, and so that's how you can find us. And I will tell you, you know, if you Google or you look up just CBD, even the big boys like Google and Facebook, Instagram, 
are still very skeptical of it. Yeah. So you yeah. can find a lot of research out there, but it's hard to find companies. Right. And it's because they've got holds and blocks and on it. And yeah. I don't blame them for it at all. Well, yeah. It's like you said, there's a lot yeah. of shady people out there. right? Yes. Now. Yes. And so, you know, just find someone, whether it's with my company or another that you can trust and you, you feel like you're getting a quality product and you're seeing results from it because yeah. it does no good if you aren't seeing any results. Yeah. Yeah. Well, and I think on, on your website, you'll have a cool page with a lot of like educational, like little videos and stuff. And I, I think, I mean, I, I think, and I could be wrong, but I think a lot of it is, you know, the, the stigmas we're talking about. I mean, I think a lot of it is just lack of education, right? People just don't really know. And that, yeah. And I tell my, like my staff, everyone thinks I'm oh, probably a little crazy, but I would rather them educate you on these products yeah. than try to sell you something. Yeah. Because I know at the end of the day, that if you are well educated on cannabis, you're going to be able to be the best judge. You're going to be able to be the doctor to yeah. take care of what you're looking for. Because something else that happens a lot of times is when folks come in here, they're trying to get a better night's sleep yeah. or they're dealing with stress. Yeah. So that's what brought them into my door. Yeah. But within a few minutes of talking to them, all of a sudden they're telling me, well, I have high blood pressure mm -hmm. or I'm on all these different medications mm -hmm. because I have this other this other ailment that maybe it's not attached to the endocrine system right. but the medication or the narcotic they're on the side effects from that is what's causing them not to sleep right. or the issues that it's causing the cbd can help and so by that kind of roundabout interview so to speak i find out okay well you really need instead of what i'm going to tell you is 25 milligrams you really need to be taking more like 30 or 40 because you're dealing with all these other medical right. issues. Right. So if I can just educate you on this is what CBD does, this is what cannabis can help with, then you can go through, oh, well, I'm this X, Y, and Z is also taking place. Yes, education is key. Anyone taking it, and I do, I'll tell customers that will come in, I'll educate you. And I'm like, go do your own research. Yeah. Don't just take my word yeah. for it because you know what you need better than anyone else. I mean, I think that's a huge takeaway is just people just educating themselves before they just go out and try whatever. <laughs> yes. Yeah. 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 Well, I thank you so much, Victoria. I've, I know I've learned a lot. So I know everybody else is. I find yeah. it super helpful. And I sure. hope everybody goes and checks out their website because they have a lot of great stuff that they're selling. And I mean, you just heard every, I mean, they're an honest company that you know what you're getting when you buy. So I think that's, that's amazing. And if they have any questions, all of our information is online. So do not hesitate. If you don't want to text on the computer or you want to email or call, that's what we're here for. Yeah. So feel free. Or if you want to talk again, I would yeah. love to answer more yeah, questions. Yeah, totally. Yeah. Well, I'm already thinking like questions. Like I know I've kept you for a while here, but I already have like questions on my head. Like I actually have more to ask you. So that would be awesome. Thank you so much for joining us. Thanks, Victoria. Thanks for listening to Hopeful and Wholesome, y'all. If you found value in this week's episode, please subscribe on iTunes wherever you get your podcasts and leave a review to let me know what you thought. I'd love to know what you find useful in these episodes so I know how I can provide the most value I can to my listeners. And if you have topics that you want to know more about, I'd love to hear those as well. 
So shoot me a message on Instagram, Facebook, or LinkedIn. It's at the Hope Pedraza, or visit my website, hopefulandwholesome.com. Thanks, y'all.